sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Greetings this morning. Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of God this morning. I have been blessed and I trust the Lord will have some more for us. Um, Yeah, are we, thinking of the scripture that was read this morning, are we drawing water out of the wells of salvation this morning? Praise the Lord. We have something good to draw. How should I say it? There's something good to draw out. Say it that way. (laughs) So greetings in Jesus' name. It's good to see you all here. There's some missing, but uh, uh, like we heard already, where two or three are gathered together, in my name, there am I in his, in his, in Jesus' name. There he is in their midst. I'm quoting that quite right, but uh, so I do believe God is here. <clears throat> and I have a subject here this morning that is bigger than me. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I probably didn't quite realize what I was going into, but uh, it's to me it's a very important subject. It's something that uh, I think should be preached maybe even more than what is preached. You know, sometimes we hear just the, the lovely side of the Christian life, and we need to hear that. But there's a side that is not lovely to the flesh, and that's what we're going to look at this morning. So uh, fasten your seatbelts, and let's go for a ride this morning. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, take that right. But, yeah, this whole aspect of being a disciple, the title I have is Being a Disciple of the Lord Jesus. And I had sent that out yesterday about uh, Louis Delagrange was going to be here this Sunday, and he he passed it off to next Sunday. So pray that he'll come next Sunday. (laughs) We've been trying to get him here, but uh, hopefully it'll work out next Sunday for him to be here. So I've been kind of on this, uh, well, maybe I, maybe I should back up. I uh, was a little bit more on the, on the theme of, uh, of, uh, <clears throat> of having a reality with God and, and just seeing our need of God. That's a little bit where, more where I was at in my, in my uh, thought process, in my meditations. But you know, as, we, uh, as we'll go down through here, it all, in the end, uh, that, that aspect will come out. <clears throat> if, we truly want, if we truly want reality, we're going to have to know what it is to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus. You can't get away from that. If you want to have a mediocre Christian life, well, then you're not walking the way God wants us to walk. God has a walk for us. And yes, it's not maybe... Always beautiful to the flesh, if I can use that word, nice to the flesh. 
But the other side of that is life, eternal life. And that's what we all want. We want life, eternal life. But sometimes I think we get confused with uh, what is eternal life and what is just, can I say, natural life. And sometimes there's confusion there. And so we're going to try to split through some of those things this morning. So you pray for me. And uh, let's just call upon the Lord at this time. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning in Jesus' name. We worship and we praise you. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for those things that already have been shared. Oh God, drawing water out of the wells of salvation. Oh Lord, and being one with you and with each other. Oh God, we know that was Jesus in his high priestly prayer. He prayed that we would be one even as him and the Father are one. Oh God, I pray. Help us to press in. Help us, Lord, to see where, oh, how should I say, God, where you have, you have made a way for us. And I pray, oh, Lord, that we would all press in. God, that none of us would be lacking behind. But, Lord, that we would be able to, how does Isaiah, Isaiah say there about uh, the, the highway of holiness? Oh, Lord, we pray. God, we need you. We need your help, Lord. And I just pray even here as we look into the scriptures here this morning some more. God, as we look into your word, look into this subject of being a disciple of the Lord Jesus. God, I just pray for your grace. I pray for your anointing. I pray for your blessing. I pray, oh God, give us ears to hear that we might truly hear what Jesus is saying. To each one of us, oh God, I pray, Lord God, we need you for this, Father, and we, we call upon you this morning, and we thank you, Lord, that, that when we come to you asking God that you're there to, uh, he that asketh receiveth, and he that knocketh the door shall be open. and Father, we thank you for those promises this morning, Lord. Just be with us, God, and be with those that cannot be here this morning. We look to you, and we ask God for you to Continue to minister and to speak and to to show us more clearly your ways. Oh God, we pray. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, the title already mentioned, being a disciple of the Lord Jesus. So what is a disciple? I pick on someone. What is a disciple? Lee, what is a disciple? A learner. A disciple is a learner, a pupil. It's someone that learns. A person who is learning. This was another one I just looked up the word learner. A person who is learning, student, pupil, apprentice, trainee. There's your word, uh, apprentice, Brother Phil. A person who is learning. Are you a disciple this morning? Are you learning? And of course, we're talking about learning of the Lord Jesus. One who hears and understands and receives and becomes like his teacher. Jesus said different times, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So I pray that all our ears would be open this morning and that we would all have ears to hear. Jesus said that different times when we read through the Gospels. 
he would have said, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. We need to do more than hear. We need to hear so that we can understand and be able to receive so that we, so that we can become like Jesus. You know, you have this, and this is where I was thinking yesterday as I was looking in this thing, looking in this subject of hearing. We have in, is it in James there, that not to be only hearers, but doers of the word. So we can hear, we can hear with our ears, but not really, you know, there's no understanding. It's just like, yeah, I probably heard that before. Yeah, thank you, preacher. And on we go. But a disciple... Is not one like that. A disciple wants to learn from his teacher. <clears throat> oh, may we be all like that this morning, wanting to learn from Jesus. Being a disciple of the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> what is the difference between a student and a disciple? What is the difference between a student and a disciple? Does somebody want to try that one? Uh, well, this, came, this, this point right here came from Israel uh, this morning. What is the difference between a student, a student and a disciple? A successful student has the right answers. Are you with me? A successful student has the right answers. A a successful disciple becomes like his teacher. Do we see the difference there? Shall I say that again? I know I have a problem of speaking too fast sometimes, and I probably don't... Well, anyways. What is the difference between a student and a disciple? To me, this, this registered as, uh, I, believe, I believe it's on. A successful student has the right answers. So in a sense, he is hearing and he's getting the answers. But that's about all the further it goes. Maybe he can get pretty big up here. I got all the answers. But down here, it's empty. There's no life. There's no learning. There's no... Becoming like Jesus. A successful disciple becomes like his teacher. Isn't that all what we want? Is to be like Jesus? And I, I will say I was, I was challenged as I looked into this. And I, I feel like we probably have given in too much into the easy believism gospel. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just afraid we have. The easy believism. You know, we live here in America and everything is pretty, we have it pretty nice. We do. And I don't know that I, you know, want to knock that. Uh, But let us not let that hinder us from being a true disciple. A disciple is a learner. He puts his whole heart into it. He uses his ears to hear his mind to understand, and his heart to receive. And out of that comes fruit. Fruit to be like Jesus. Jesus said, learn of me. 
There in uh, Matthew chapter uh, 10 or 11 there, where he says, Jesus said, come unto me. Or Jesus said, learn of me. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. But in that, what I just quoted, it says, Jesus said, learn of me. We have need to learn of Jesus. We have so much. We have, there's so many things. There's so many books. There's so much information out there. We can learn and learn and learn and never learn what we really need to learn. Can I say it that way? And that's even in the Bible. Did you know that? That's even in the Bible. Ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Jesus said, learn of me. We have need to learn of Jesus. While we are learning, learning other things. And we do need to learn. We need to learn how to do this and how to do that. You know, work and business and so forth. And, and I will just say this past year I had a, a learning curve. I, uh, uh, Leon Zook, he's not here anymore. He moved to Western Iowa. But he taught me or uh, got me started on using QuickBooks. QuickBooks uh, desktop, and I dove into that thing, and I and uh, and 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 I enjoyed using it, and it worked out very well. Well, anyways, uh, through the process of time, we changed our uh, our uh, accountant, and he uh, somehow talked me into getting QuickBooks online, and so that was a that was a learning curve for me. And he did say something to the extent, probably after a month, you're going to hate it. And I think he's probably about right. <laughs> but it, 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 it even, you know, just, yeah, I, I had to learn, you know, in one sense it was the same, but in another sense it was still different. So I had to learn. <clears throat> so we have to learn these things. And, and I will say, you know, with, uh, if, uh, I shouldn't say this probably, but. If you're going to get QuickBooks online, get it to the beginning of the year so you know how to use it by the end of the year. You, you can do your taxes and all that. You don't have a big... Because uh, I, I felt like I was almost sinking because, you know, you have all this information to gather. and This thing doesn't work the way it used to. <clears throat> well, I just had to learn how to use it, right? <clears throat> and then once you learn how to use it, the way the thing is programmed, the way the thing is made to use, all of a sudden it, be- it can become a beautiful thing. And isn't that how it is in the Christian life? It can be frustrating sometimes. The Christian life seems to be frustrating to us. And why is it? It's because somewhere there's a missing link. Somehow we're not learning. Somehow we're not hearing and learning and understanding and receiving. God help us to be a disciple. To be a learner. To be an apprentice. To be a trainee. While we are learning other things, let us make sure we above all things, all that we are learning of Jesus. A disciple is a learner. His heart is to be like his Lord. Do you have that passion in your heart this morning, brothers and sisters? Is that passion burning in your heart? I want to be like Jesus. If it isn't, I hope by the end of the, time, this, end of the, the, the service here that somehow there will be a, more of a spark and a fire there. 
His heart is to be like his Lord. Are you disciple of the Lord Jesus? Or are you disciple of someone else? You know, that's that's reality. Am I a disciple of the Lord Jesus? Or is someone else or something else discipling me? Now, put aside, you know, we do need to learn how to business and work and, and those type of things. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where someone, you're being taught by someone that is ta- ta- teaching you about the Lord, about the Scriptures, about Christ, and, and how to walk with God and all those things. And He's actually teaching you the wrong thing. He's not truly teaching you the Christ that was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in that lonely manger. But rather, He's teaching you another Jesus. And may God help us to be wise. I'm not against, uh, I, I do myself, I listen to preachers. But I will say, probably the last four or five years, I don't just go out and listen to any message that's out there. I'm more selective. I'm more selective. <clears throat> and there's a reason why. <clears throat> Let's go on here. <clears throat> Are you disciple of someone else? There are many teachers out there that want to teach us other than being a true disciple of the Lord Jesus. You know, this, this gets it's this, you know, this is this gets sobering. It really does. And here I can be teaching. I'm up here teaching, and I can be, you know, it's like, Lord, I want to be teaching the truth. I want to be teaching uh 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 yeah. <clears throat> So you pray for me. But ultimately here our our focus is on being a disciple of the Lord Jesus where we allow Him to disciple us. But God does want to use each one of us. And maybe I'll just insert here, thinking of Lee's message on Sunday, I was thinking as I was sitting here uh, this morning, I was just thinking maybe Lee touched a little bit more on being a discipler and today is about being more a disciple. You get that? What is it to be a disciple? A disciple of the Lord Jesus. They preach another Jesus. They water down gospel. Let us be careful whose feet we sit at. And we end up learning of another Jesus. Straight is the gate. Narrow is the way that leadeth to life. And few there be that find it. And I'm going to have us now, well, let's go to 2 Corinthians 11.9 just for a scripture here to start off with. For a scripture reading, we'll get more into scripture here later. Uh, 2 Corinthians 11.9, it says, see if I have this right. It's 11.4. 2 Corinthians 11.4 For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might, ye might well bear with him. <clears throat> so Paul talks about another Jesus, another spirit, another gospel. And uh, we're living in the last days here, and it's, it's, I'm sure, worse than it was even in Paul's day. <clears throat> Now let's go to Philippians 3.18. Philippians 3.18. It says, uh, For many walk of whom I have told you often now, tell ye even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, 
whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is in their shame, who mine earthly things. So do we know the difference between the true and the false? One of the main things is, uh, what we see here is that the one is earthly minded and the other one is spiritual minded. The one is wants to save, I'll say it this way in light of the subject here this morning about being a disciple. The one, the one wants to cuddle the flesh. The one wants to save the flesh. But brothers and sisters, we need to deny our flesh. We cannot, we cannot uh, play with our flesh. We cannot uh, uh, pity our flesh. Our flesh needs to be denied. Amen, Laverne. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> They are earthly minded. And I found this little quote uh, uh, as far as uh, a Christ without a cross. Probably heard that already. A Christ without a cross. And whenever there's a message that is being preached and the cross is missing, you can be, you, you, be careful. Be careful. <clears throat> or if that tenor isn't there. <clears throat> Uh, just a couple side notes here. Um, uh, it's very interesting as I was looking at this word disciple. Um, at the you, you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then you have the book of Acts. And then from thereafter, the word disciple isn't used. How many use notice that? Have noticed that? Okay. Um, well, I saw that and then I listened to a message that that, or part of a message that that was brought out. And it just kind of struck me. And it was brought out that uh, after the book of Acts, the word disciple is not used, but this word is used, servant. I found that interesting. The word disciple is not used after the book of Acts, but the word servant is. And you have this aspect, uh, Jude a servant of, uh, Paul a servant of, uh, Peter a servant of, you have those different Different, uh, uh, yeah, in there, in the, uh, in the epistles. <clears throat> Maybe yet, uh, before we keep going here, Second uh, Timothy, I would like to look at that verse. I know I mentioned it already, but let's just look at it. Second Timothy 3, 7, it says, Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And maybe I should back up here and just get a little bit more contact here. Uh, this also know that in the last days, perilous times shall come for, come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, inconvenient, fierce, despisers of those that are good, taters, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They want to learn. They want to learn, but they never learn. They never learn. <clears throat> and I called John D. Martin a couple times this Past week, and I even tried him this morning. I got a little book that I 
that, uh, that he, I mean, he had this verse in there about uh, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. And I just wanted to, to talk to him about that. But uh, here, and he brings it out in that little booklet, he brings out the aspect that this is talking about evil men. And people use this verse, uh, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, of those that are legalists. You know, those that are just, you know, they just have a form of wearing if you will, plain clothing or whatever. And it's just, and, and that verse is used to, to discredit that. But here, John just brings out that that's not even the context. So my question to John is, and maybe to you this morning, so what, what form of godliness is, is in these type of people? What form is there there? There's something there that he's talking about, and I, I guess I maybe, maybe you know. And so you tell me after the service here. But that's just something that stood out to me. I know maybe we're getting a little bit off course here, but uh, uh, ever learning and ever able to come to the knowledge of the truth. A disciple is a learner. He, he wants to understand. And he receives and becomes like his teacher, if you will. He comes, becomes like Christ. But these people, because they have a heart that is once or how should I say it this morning, in light of uh, the whole aspect of the flesh, they don't want to deny the flesh, so therefore they never learn. I'll say it that way. Okay. Hmm. I have another one here. Maybe I'll just quickly turn to it. Yeah, this was another interesting one I thought of. Um, it's in Second Corinthians four fifteen. You don't have to turn to it, but Paul is writing to the Corinthians. And he's saying, "For though we had ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet have yet have not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel." I don't know why I just thought of that in light of uh, being a disciple of the Lord Jesus. But he was saying there that they can have 10,000 instructors. For though you have 10,000 instructors, they didn't have very many fathers. So what was he saying? Maybe they, Phil, in light of our conversation last Sunday, maybe. You know, we live in a day and age when everybody wants to be a teacher. You know, on the internet, you know, they want to have their blog or they want to have this and that. But no one's ever really learning. Can I say that? They have their little niche. But brothers and sisters, let us be careful with all that. Let us make sure that we are a disciple of the Lord Jesus. That, that, that somehow when we have our devotions and while we're at church and when we're together, together, that we have a heart that wants to be like Jesus. And how can we help each other to be a true disciple? And we all know it. We all know it. Uh, I'll just say this, yesterday, uh, Friday, I'm very careful here, but Friday I finally got my tech that works on my computer stuff, and thank you, Austin, for telling me about Compass, but this is, it's an internet filter, and so the business there has an internet filter, a very good, it's an Anabaptist internet filter. So, uh, why am I saying that for? I'm not sure, but anyways. <clears throat> 
Oh, maybe it's linked with uh, just there's so much stuff out there. One of the things was with, you know, we can learn. Uh, and, and some of those things are, can be handy, you know, YouTube. But I tell you what, there's so much YouTube out there that, and I'll, I better be careful here. I'll get on my hobby horse. But, uh, you know, back before the, uh, there was television, we all said, no television, no television. And then the computer came in. We didn't quite know what to do with it. But before the computer came in, why the whole aspect of watching uh, videos to me was out. It's like, you know what, you learn, you teach your children how there's the moving picture and all of a sudden they kind of get addicted to that. And, and brothers and sisters, now we have the computer right in our home and do we see the snake in it? <laughs> if I can say it that way, is that saying too strong? <clears throat> well, I think we need to see it. I think we need to be careful, very careful. Anyways, okay, let's keep going here. I might be a little scatterbrained this morning, but uh, who is a disciple of the Lord Jesus? Question. What does a disciple of the Lord Jesus look like? Those are questions that I'm asking. Who is a disciple of the Lord Jesus? What does a disciple of the Lord Jesus look like? And so now I ask another question. Have you given up on yourself? Have I given up on myself? Have you given up on yourself? Okay, we probably need to say some more things, but stay with me. Well, have you given up on yourself? A disciple is one that has. One that has given up on himself. Okay, let's go to Matthew. Now we're going to get into some scriptures here. Get to the heart of the message maybe more. Let's go to Matthew 16, Matthew 16, uh, 24 to 25, very familiar verses. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and 